Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Donald Trump does a dizzying 180 on America's spending bill. Plus, the new drapes and rugs, yeah, they weren't enough as the White House gets a hawkish makeover and a former Playboy model dishes on her alleged affair with the president. This is State of America Tonight. It's a matter of national security. I've signed this omnibus budget bill. The president is surrounding himself with a lot of people who are not really inclined to tell him no. H.R. McMaster is out. Former U.N. ambassador John Bolton is in. You cannot conduct Uh, diplomacy. If some munchkin decides they're going to leak the talking points of the transcript. President Trump has clearly decided he is going to be the Donald Trump that he wants to be. Were you in love with him? I was, yeah. I don't understand why she's going out and doing an interview. An astonishing interview. I feel like I almost want to take a shower. I think this is between Melania and Donald Trump. Welcome, I'm Paula Newton, live in New York, and this is State of America Tonight. Now, a whirlwind 24 hours caps off yet another roller coaster week in the White House. Yeah, I know it's mixing metaphors. Look, we're allowed. It's been a rough afternoon. Moments ago, President Trump signed a $1.3 trillion spending bill into law just hours after threatening to veto it. And that was hours after he first said he would sign it. I know, so hard to keep up. Don't worry, we got this. Take a listen. I looked very seriously at the veto. I was thinking about doing the veto, but because of the incredible gains that we've been able to make for the military, that overrode any of our any of our thinking. Okay, the president is keeping Washington guessing not only on policy but also on those staffing picks. Enter John Bolton, the former UN ambassador and latest addition to that West Wing. He takes over for H.R. McMaster. Now, the national security advisor who has reportedly, we've been telling you about this, he's been on his way out for weeks, despite repeated denials. Remember this? Sarah, you took to Twitter last night to ensure the public that McMaster's job was safe. Uh, But has the president spoken directly to either McMaster, Carson, Shulkin to tell them that their jobs are in fact safe? Uh, I, again, like I said last night, and I'll echo it again, I spoke directly to the president last night. Uh, He asked me to to pass that message along to General McMaster. Okay, that was exactly one week ago. Later that day, McMaster also dodged questions. I just wanted to ask you about the reports that you might be leaving the White House. Oh, Sarah Sarah said straight yesterday. Everybody's going to leave the White House sometime. For General McMaster, sometime is apparently now. As for Bolton, you know, even he seemed caught off guard by the news. 
Well, I think I still am a Fox News contributor. Uh, <laughs> no, you're I, I not, didn't, apparently. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, well, I haven't started there yet. So uh, uh, that uh, demonstrates, I think, the sort of limbo that, right. uh, that I'm in because I didn't really expect an announcement uh, this, uh, this afternoon. Now, the announcement was also a surprise for some lawmakers who were furious about Bolton's appointment, in part due to controversial statements like these. There is no United Nations. But our biggest national security crisis is Barack Obama. I think the only diplomatic option left is to end the regime in North Korea by effectively having the South take it over. Bolton says, look, don't worry, that was all in the past. I've never been shy about what my views are, but frankly, what I've said in private now uh, is behind me. And the important thing is, uh, uh, is what the president says and what advice I give him. Now, while the timing of Bolton's hiring may have been a shock for some, one official tells CNN it was actually by design and that President Trump was eager to get ahead of other news. His congratulatory call to Putin and the backlash that ensued. OK, that was one factor. But then there are these other stories that show absolutely no sign of going away. I'm talking, of course, about the porn star and the playmate. I mean, Hollywood has nothing on us, who are both speaking out about their alleged encounters with Mr. Trump. Stormy Daniels sits down this Sunday with Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes. But last night, Karen McDougal also spoke to Anderson Cooper exclusively for CNN. Were you in love with him? I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you think he was in love with you? He was, yeah. Okay, why are we talking about all this? Well, apparently the former Playboy model you just saw there said she sold her story in 2016 to AMI, the owner of the National Enquirer. And that was part of an agreement that actually killed the story and paid her to keep quiet. Now McDougal wants to ditch the deal. Why did I file a lawsuit? Yeah. I want my rights back. I mean, you want the, the rights, the life rights to your I want story my life back. rights back. You know, it's, it's been, yeah, I want my life rights back. I feel like the contract is illegal. I feel like I wasn't presented correctly. I was lied to and everybody involved in this deal. Uh, I want the rights back and I want to share my truth because everyone else is talking about my truth, which they're, I need to share my story. Okay. For CNN's chief legal analyst, McDougal's strategy, it's a bit puzzling. Here she has, she has this lawsuit to let her tell her story. She just told her story. So what's this case about? I, I, I just don't get that at, at all. And so I think, look, you know, we can pretend that there is a legal aspect to this. This is mostly a story about two adults who had an affair and people can decide whether they care or not. Leave it to Jeffrey to always distill that piece of news to us. We are now going to our Jeremy Diamond, who's at the White House and is going to do exactly the same thing for what has been a dizzying day. I mean, look, Jeremy, I spoke to you several hours ago when we thought that the bill was going to be signed. And then we got the tweet about the fact that it was going to be vetoed. That's right. Washington once again jogged into a state of disarray this morning by one of the president's tweets. This morning, 
It was a veto threat from the president about this omnibus legislation, but just a few hours later, the president actually signed the bill. He did it behind closed doors, but after he had done that, he came out to the cameras and he went after, he drilled into, excoriated this bill that he had just signed. Uh, the president essentially saying that he had no choice, as he put it, uh, to sign this bill because of the boost to defense spending that it does deliver. That is something, of course, that this administration certainly has sought. But the president was not thrilled with the process. Uh, this bill cobbled together in just a few days, uh, giving lawmakers very little time to read through the 2,200 plus pages uh, of this bill. Uh, and the president also not happy about uh, what is in the bill, which is, of course, full of compromises, given the narrow majority that Republicans have in Congress. And that has led the president to call for some changes. Uh, he'd like to go and eliminate the filibuster. He'd also like uh, to get line item veto power, which would allow him to basically say, I don't like this provision in a bill uh, and get rid of it. That The problem with that, of course, is that the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that unconstitutional in 1998, but the president is expressing some frustration today about the ways of Washington, uh, which of course he railed against as a candidate. But the president did sign this bill into law, uh, capping off several hours of confusion in Washington, both on Capitol Hill and at the White House. Now, of course, you wouldn't know he signed it because he didn't sign it for the cameras, does not want to be attached to that photo op whatsoever. That was really interesting. He signed it in private. Darren, before I let you go, though, we need to go back and talk about Bolton now replacing McMaster. I mean, is there a sense from the White House that they're just saying, look, the president now has the cabinet he wants, or at least he's getting closer to that dream team? He is getting closer to that team, uh, but I don't think we're quite there yet. We know that there are still some simmering frustrations, for example, with the Veterans Affairs Secretary, uh, David Shulkin, uh, who, of course, became embroiled in this fiasco over a trip to Europe that he took uh, with his wife. And we know that there are more changes that could potentially come uh, from this West Wing. So we're not quite out of the woods there yet. But with this selection of John Bolton, the president is putting uh, aside some frustrations that he has had with the current National Security Advisor, H.R. Uh, McMaster. And this pick also, keep in mind, is going to be incredibly critical for the Iran deal, a deadline in May that is coming up, by which time the president said, if there aren't any major changes to this deal, he is going to withdraw. Uh, the selection of John Bolton as national security advisor, according to all the experts who've been following this very closely, makes it all the more likely that the president is not going to get a fix, but instead is going to pull out of that very important Iran deal. Paula? Yeah, incredible, Jeremy. I mean, Rex Tillerson leaving seems like last year, maybe even the year before, not last week. I mean, I hope you have and the And it's weekend. Friday. More could still come. More could still come. I know. I know. Come. It's still very early on a Friday for that Trump White House. Jeremy, have a good weekend, or at least try to appreciate that update. Coming up next, this former adult model is just one of multiple women who claim to have had an affair with the U.S. President Donald Trump. Now, if you were the president, wouldn't you try to change the subject as well? Our panel weighs in next. Yes, it was just a few hours ago. All eyes were on U.S. President Donald Trump to see whether he would or he won't, wouldn't sign that massive spending bill. The will he, won't he, back and forth. Apparently, it was quite chaotic. You could imagine it to be that way. But for a moment, Mr. Trump had everybody talking about the chaos, the chaos he wanted everybody involved in. Our panel weighs in uh, tonight. Um, 
Peter Beinart is CNN political commentator and contributing editor at The Atlantic. Susan Del Percio is Republican strategist and director at Susan Del Percio Strategies. James Pindell, political reporter for the Boston Globe. And Jeff Balaban, he is member of the Donald J. Trump for President Advisory Board. Thank you all. Peter, you get to sum up the choreographed chaos for us. Let's get this straight. He speaks, he criticizes, he tweets, and then he signs, but not for the cameras. It's kind of a pattern, actually, we've seen with Donald Trump, which is to say that he generally says things that are more oppositional towards the Republican Party leadership and establishment in public. Remember when he publicly said he was going to support gun control regulations and that he was he wanted to make a deal for the Dreamers and even this tariff thing. And then usually behind closed doors in private, he retreats to a position which is kind of more like the traditional Republican establishment position. Okay, but... You guys bear with me here and indulge me. It's going to be particularly tough for you, Jeff. But let's put up the the screens. Let's put up the screens of what was going on as we were the will he, won't he. What was going on there? We see podiums, don't we? We don't see Karen McDougal, the former playmate. We don't see Stormy Daniels. I can tell you, I've been watching TV all day. We four were riveted. We were riveted for hours in a way that we weren't by his personal life. So... The point was, James, you have to admit, if you want to get your personal life out of the headlines, this was brilliant. Anybody would have done it. Well, it also had this sense all day that this was completely unplanned and that they were trying to figure out what the heck they were going to do as a result of this tweet. He's watching Fox and Friends and, and, and bopped it off here. Uh, it's unsure exactly where he, who he's talking to during the day and whether or not, by the way. This, he wasn't talking to anybody. Let's be by, clear. By the way, this, this empty podium. <laughs> This may be a reality show, but reality shows, The Apprentice started at 9. This one we waited forever and ever and ever for. Uh, He did obviously create some drama here, but at the end of the day, it's hard to know who he talked to last. I mean, Peter mentioned how he you watch his words and you can watch his actions. I mean, the reality is he may not have liked this, and there was a lot not to like by anyone uh, on all sides in this particular bill. But if he had not signed that, there's literally no one else you could blame. Well, Congress had already left, which was right. uh, it's like, who are you going to get back? But, Susan, you have to admit, some of the words that he, he uttered there was the fact that I'll never do this again. Who could have read this bill? You know that those are things that do appeal to his base. I mean, at the end of the day, he kind of made sense. 2,200, over 2,200 pages. I wanted to look through the bill to see if there was anything in there for me. <laughs> well, he also did it to, you know... Every, you always hear people are talking from the administration to an audience of one of Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump speaks to an audience of one cable news channel, and that would be Fox and Friends, and, and, or Fox, rather. And when he got beat up so badly over the budget on TV, yes, last night and this morning, he was concerned. I don't know if he was ever going to really veto it, but I know he wanted to show that he was tough, and that part of that pes- pre- unexpected press conference was to show... He, he has to do it. He's for the military, but he will not be suckered like this again because that's frankly what he was. But, okay, Jeff, you have to admit, look, he said he's going to drain the swamp. This He did, in the end, sign the bill. And let's face it, he was part of this process. We know it was. It wasn't a birthday gift that he couldn't open until the day of. He was part of this process. He's just the same as all of them. In the end of the day, he signed it. Yeah, in the end of the day, it's fascinating. You guys are so far behind this guy. He just keeps on killing you guys. Seriously. <laughs> you guys want to talk about all kinds of nonsense, and he just totally, so you liked, totally you, took 2018. You liked my split screen. You, know you think they were good. They, yeah, you think you they saw were what good. happened in 2018? You know what just happened? He just took the Democrat, one of the Democrats' two primary issues, immigration, took it right away from them, and he now owns it. I, he, campaigned on, he campaigned on a double punch. He campaigned on a big border wall with a big, beautiful door. That's the Dreamers, and that's security. 
Democrats could have had what they claimed they wanted. They claimed they wanted it under Obama. They never delivered it. Donald Trump will Jeff, deliver it, and the Hispanic Jeff, community will now know, and they will know by 2018. Susan, get it. It's a Republican <laughs> okay, issue. But you know what? And that, the Democrats that would be have really nice. Every I'm going to actually be kind here, but that would be great if he actually stayed on that message. Do you honestly think Donald Trump will stay on that message more than? The rest of the day, if we're lucky, there's so well, many other things. It's an easy to question to ask, but here's the thing: you know, he is, and he he is did, delivering and on every single promise he makes. He does deliver on. Yes, he, if the message will be exactly what it needs Donald to be. Donald Trump, his numbers would be higher. The, the fact is, the economy is going in the right direction. People know, are seeing him. a difference. Okay, I, I but then why don't they like him? America's security is going in the right direction. Thanks I just to him. To clarify, and Jeff, you said that, that, that Hispanics are going to turn out for the Republican Party this fall, right? The, I, that's correct. There is, I don't mean, I mean that's an vast majority. I'm saying we are going to break I, through if, this if nonsense. If you have some money you'd like to gonna, put on that proposition, sure, we will break through the nonsense. We will break through the nonsense. The Democrats signed their own death warrant with what they just did to dreamers in this country. Uh, in fact, Donald that. Trump was not willing to make the border wall for dreamers because he d- demanded a, cha- a re- massive reduction in legal immigration as part of the deal. That's what sunk it. Excuse me, that's exactly wrong. What, he's, what, he wanted was, what he wanted was the border security. Democrats refused to give it to them, by which they hung to dry. No, Chuck Schumer said that he would give it to Trump James, if you want to come in here for a minute, though, in terms of what... In terms of what Jeff is trying to talk about, in terms of the perception we can even go back to tariffs. Look, the perception, he had that photo opportunity. He signed, you know, the tariffs. And then yesterday he gave all of these uh, uh, um, objections and exemptions to the tariff bill that he said he signed. Is it not going to be the same with DACA? In the sense that he can say whatever he wants. At the end of the day, there was no DACA deal done. In fact, there's no wall, I want to remind everyone. Yeah, there's not, there's not enough wall funding in this particular bill. In particular, Mexico's going to pay for it anyway, right? So it doesn't really matter. But well, remember, whose fault is it? Exactly. You know, he just put the fault exactly where it belongs, not in him. He said Mexico he was going to pay for the wall. Democrats. He put, put the fault exactly with them, and they now own it. It's hard he doesn't to keep up with He doesn't need to have. I know it's hard for you to keep up with I really know it's hard for all of you to keep up with Donald Trump. I get that. It's kind of like the Communist Party. What's the party line that we have to get in touch with now? He's doing great. And in fact, listen. It, it, he doesn't need to have a majority of Hispanics. He needs to have them not coming out for the Democrats, which is what's going to happen, because they know they've been betrayed. He a majority of what? They know of Hispanics. They know they've been betrayed by the Democratic Party now. This has been made very clear by Donald Trump in this one move today. It's very clear. It's abundantly clear. And yes, he will stay on message. We're all going to stay on message. Pause, but don't worry. We're coming back. Yet another TV news pundit makes the leap. Yes, it's the cable cabinet. Makes the leap to the White House. Our panel weighs in on President Trump's controversial points. talk to for military advice right now well i watch the shows i mean i really see a lot of great you know when you watch your show and all of the other shows and you have the generals so you and, you have, and you have certain people that but you is there like. somebody is there a go-to for you you know uh, probably every, every, there are two every or three. presidential candidate has yeah, a go-to probably there are two or three I, I mean i like bolton i think he's you know tough cookie knows what he's talking about okay then candidate, candidate Trump, uh, sharing who uh, gets some of his best advice from watching former U.N. ambassador turned TV pundit, now turned national security advisor John Bolton. Trump soon won't need his remote anymore. Bolton is there in his cabinet. We need to get to this immediately. James, tough cookie. How do we define that? Look, this was a guy who was a, for the Iraq war. Right. He's now perhaps considering a preemptive strike on North Korea because that's what he's, he wrote at the end of February. 
Also, Iran, let's just pull out of the deal, and maybe we'll have a preemptive strike on them, too. What is American foreign policy going to look like? Well, look, we are, we are now seeing a collection of advisors around the president that is more hardline than we have seen probably in modern American history. Uh, and as much as he agrees with Donald Trump, there's a lot of areas where they do disagree. One of them, as you mentioned, is the war in Iraq, which he still, you know, hardcore believes was the right thing. I mean, just imagine... He was for that when he was the deputy secretary of state before the U.S. got into war. He is now going to be the person talking to the president at the last person in the room as he makes these very big decisions. Look, we're at a president right now that is, has a number of domestic crises. We can talk about the Mueller investigation. We can talk about domestic, domestic crisis at home with Melania. But now we have two, maybe three really sensitive topics around the world. Whether we're going to pull out of the deal in Iran, whether we're going to uh, what we, is going to happen exactly in this meeting with the North Korean leader. Obviously, there's issues with Russia and what we're going to do in the, in the short term. Uh, John Bolton is going to, and, and, and Pompeo, as Secretary of State, if he gets confirmed, will take him to more conflict than he will for diplomacy. Jeff, is this the cabinet that the president always dreamed of, that he thinks that he made too many compromises coming into the office, and these are the people he wants? Well, I don't know what he dreamed of or if he thought he made compromises, but it's the cabinet I've dreamed of. I think it's spectacular. Oh, God, Jeff. Oh, God, yes. That's right. I mean, you know, the things that everyone said couldn't be done is exactly what this president's doing. North Korea okay, will be brought to heel. Okay, but I just want to come back with you. Iran will be brought to heel. Okay, but I just want to come back with you. Will be brought to heel is exactly what I said. Are you going to be brought to on that, on that point right. quickly, like Hispanics are going to vote Republican. On that point quickly, show of hands, who thinks that Bolton is going to let Trump have a, a summit with North Korea? Uh, it's an open question. It's Jeff? a very open question. You know, it's not a question whether Bolton will let him. Trump well, will do. It. The president will do what the president believes is correct at the time. I think I that interesting. That. The, the two fascinating things about this. First of all, I think one of the reasons Trump won the nomination was that he was the one Republican, except for Rand Paul, who was willing to go out there and say, you know what, the Iraq war was a massive mistake, mm-hmm. right? And in fact, he said people lied about it. He accused them of lying, right? And, and so we now, he has now chosen as his national security advisor one of the key people involved in pressuring intelligence analysts to falsify the evidence so we could get into the war in Iraq. The other interesting thing about John Bolton is that, and I will, as, as much as I think he's been disastrously wrong on almost everything, I think John Bolton is a genuine Russia hawk, which I think is going to mm-hmm. lead him to actual genuine conflict with Donald Trump, because Donald Trump, for whatever reason, is not, and I think that'll be very interesting to watch. But clearly he knew that before. I mean, Susan, one of the theories out there... You know, let's it, not assume we, that Donald Trump really does know all these things. <laughs> Who knows what he knows, to be honest? Susan, one thing that is a theory making the rounds is that people are saying, OK, there are no adults in the room left uh, to really, you know, get a hold of Trump and, and simmer him down. Except for Mattis. Having, but well, I know. And exactly. He looked kind of grim today in the press conference. But having said that, um, some people are saying, actually, there are adults in the room. There are adults in the room that have a very clear vision of what American foreign policy should look like. And they're going to go forward on that. Well, here's the thing. I mean, when we looked at the president's transition and who he was going to appoint, we know that domestically there's a lot of checks and balances. It all came down to his foreign policy team. Everyone was happy to see the three generals and Rex Tillerson. Fifty percent of that dream team is now gone. Donald Trump is running this administration the way he wants to. And, you know, for all of the criticism I can make of this administration, it is exactly basically what he promised as a candidate. It's how he acted as a candidate. He's putting in people he wants. He cycled through people. It's disturbing that he is on his third national um, security advisor in 14 months. He's entitled to it, though. I I, I certainly have a problem with bringing people up to speed and how they're able to do their jobs. We have a lot of jobs not filled, like the ambassador of South Korea. But (laughs) 
Donald Trump, this is his administration, and this is how he wants to do it. Grown-ups in the room or not, he's going to do what he wants to do, and that's it, even if it's playing games like he did with the press corps. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I want to get in here because, you what know. What do you mean? All, I just said No, 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 no. But no I want to get in here because all of you talking about adults in the room, what adults in the room means is people that you agree with. Guess what? Donald Trump on the election, because of what he promised, he's delivering what he promised, not what you believe in, not what you believe in, not what you believe in. I'm not sure what you believe in on this. But he's doing, he's living what he promised. There are adults in the room. They disagree with you. I'm an adult. I disagree with you. Right, but Donald Trump doesn't act like an adult a lot of the time. Well, okay, you know what? You like to say that, but the fact of the matter no, is... No, I'm just saying, like, like calling guy. people okay. childish, you know, these are you know, childish you know, nicknames, attacking people's physical appearance. sort of what you're like, doing. I, I don't yeah. actually... You, you want to point fingers at him, that's fine, but the fact is he's delivering to the country what, what he promised he would do. We're so not used to presidents and politicians delivering to this country what they promised. Yep. And, and, he is. Pa- and, we, and we have to pause there. Can you only imagine what the weekend is going to be like? Stormy Daniels on 60 Minutes this weekend. This is day 428 of President Trump administration state of america tonight check out our podcast subscribe at apple podcast and on your favorite app we will be right back here next week who would want to miss this thanks when you work you work next level and when you play you play next level and when it's time to sleep sleep number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness providing you with high quality sleep every night Sleep Next Level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So, you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.